0: Good afternoon and welcome to DRN1's Business Shakers, where we will shake the BS of business that no one tells you about and give you useful tips and tricks of how to start, run and grow your business. My name is Bronwyn Lunderstedt and I am your host. I'm going to be the first person to admit that I drink a lot of caffeine and I don't just mean cups of tea, I'm referring to energy drinks. For me, this is the life and blood of my existence, almost the only reason I am awake. Those who know me often wonder why I'm not bouncing off the walls, or I have the jitters, which is true. But when you are on a mission, sleep seems to take a little bit of a back step, well in my world anyway. Now I'm going into this, I know that being who you are physically and mentally has a profound impact on your ability to run a business. The saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup, meaning that in order to help others, we need to look after ourselves first. Diving into statistics, psychological stress and poor health does have a profound effect on the economy and it is more common than we realise. The Black Dog Institute estimates that mental illness costs the economy more than $12 billion a year, which this is huge, whereas poor physical health runs into the millions and the costs are enormous. But the cost is not just financially, it's the cost to you, to your family, your friends, your loved ones, and your ability to be part of the lives and live yours to the fullest. Operating a business, as we know, is a committed level of hard work and it is the easy opt-in choice to choose fast and easy food and an instant result lifestyle that dominates a lifestyle that will keep us moving in a direction that will grow relationships and allow ourselves for the better. But this is the second option, sorry, but is this second option of actually deliberately choosing health as difficult as it seems And is it really necessary to take the steps to live an active life? How much does our physical health impact our ability to run and operate our businesses? I'm here to challenge the way you think, run and view your business to move forward. To ask you questions people want to know the answers to, but don't ask. Business Shakers is designed to give you inspiration and lets you leave knowing that your business is exactly what you want it to be and that you have the power to harness, harness every opportunity to make your dreams and goals a huge success. You can bring your vision to life. Our guests are inspired to make a change for lives around them, and by doing so, a, a sense of quiet achievement resides in their hearts. Our guests all operate a business and can speak from their perspective on their journey, the steps that they have taken, and their shared experience. Business Shakers is designed for small business owners. And I invite you to send through your questions and comments about our show via DM to our Facebook page at DRN1Live. Whilst you're there, please don't forget to like our page and share with your friends and your networks. Now going into my caffeine addiction, I want to speak with a business health genius who may offer some sort of light into how your physical health and mind impacts your ability to operate a business. How difficult is it to keep your cup full? Today, I am speaking with Beth Klenner. Yes, Beth is a naturopath. After all, where better to go than to someone who values whole foods and the impact that health has on modern day living? My queen guest is a proud mum, balancing the juggles of mum life and helping the community. When I've spoken to Beth, her focus is very much aligned with creating a change that will benefit other queens to live a fuller life. I found it quite fascinating on her approach to health, And the detail that Beth goes into to share her message and knowledge with the community. So I want to know what does it take to run a health business and how will this create a change for others and what impact does health have on running a business? Welcome Beth and thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you Bronwyn, so wonderful to be here and it sounds like you need my help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but
1: I have to ask first what is a naturopath? Well, a naturopath views um, your lifestyle, your nutrition, your environment. Um, sometimes and often we get sick from what's what's affecting us on a daily um, level. We don't use medications, um, that's all reserved for doctors. Um, and we look deeper, we look in what's affecting you, we look at your nutrition, we can do functional testing um, and to dive deeper into these ailments. What is your business name and where can we find you? Well, I operate uh, from my residential clinic in Butler in Perth in the northern suburbs and I mainly work online and I service Australia and New Zealand, although I do see my local clients face-to-face as I offer a hybrid mix of private consultations and weekly group calls with access to online content in each of my three methods that I use. I believe that you're on Facebook. You have
0: a group, a community designed to actually bring in women specifically
1: to help with health issues. Absolutely. That's called Metabolic Hormone Harmony Hub. Uh, that's a Facebook group. Beth, what is a BS? Because Business Shakers is all about
0: BS. What is a common BS myth that's in your industry? Well, I've
1: always um, gone by the one that uh, what you do what you if you love what you do, the money will just follow. So whoever uh, said that forgot to mention the marketing, the financial backing and doing everything as well as your expertise, because that's the easy part, to get your business running. And what are some common myths about running a
0: business? You've gone into the marketing, How, what common myths have you found that
1: is said out there that isn't quite true? I'm not sure about if it's a myth but all the things you find out and have a new respect for like lease agreements, how much is a business expected to pay, fitting out expenses, setting up costs. These are huge overheads for a sole trader or small business. I believe you really need to have a solid business plan, know your market and where they are before undertaking these expenses. At the end it is the profit margin, is it going to be sustainable or are you going to make it long term? Beth, can you tell me a bit more about your business and why you chose to be a naturopath? Well, at the moment I'm a sole trader and I'm currently responsible for everything in my business, although I do have a bookkeeper and assistance for social media. And I help frazzled and fatigued women regain their sparkle by resetting their metabolism so they can nail their day, make sharper decisions and strut their stuff because they love the body they live in. I do this through one of three personalised whole food nutritional methods. One is 12 weeks, which focuses on health, resetting the metabolism and weight loss for under 15 kilos. And the other two run for six months. One is for hormone balancing and weight loss over 15 kilos. And the other one is for thyroid and Hashimoto's focus regarding of a weight loss goal. The six months are essential because life does get in the way and it simply takes time to ease out of old habits and allow the body time to reset, revive and time to dive deeper into the causation of hormones and these thyroid issues. I find these methods give awesome accountability and a massive amount of information can be shared, which would be impossible to cover in the traditional one-to-one approach. So you mentioned whole foods. It, you've, is this more of
0: not a gimmick? This is more of a lifestyle change. This isn't a fad diet. How do we look at this?
1: Absolutely. It is a complete lifestyle change. It's about using nutrition sort of as your medicine because eating real food is just amazing for the body. With hormones, that's another topic that you
0: brought in there. How does hormones affect the body as far as stress is concerned
1: and running a business? Well, the main common one that most people will know about is stress and mm-hmm. the stress hormone cortisol. And so this hormone is actually quite toxic when it's long term. So we should be having just a quick adrenaline hit followed by a cortisol just to get us through that moment. It might be diverting uh, from a traffic jam or it might be an important phone call. But what's happening to business owners is that this is driving you every day. And you mentioned before about all those coffees, all those energy drinks. Unfortunately, that is pushing your adrenals and long-term, you'll just simply burn out.
0: With whole foods, how does eating whole foods
1: change the stress levels? Does this impact the stress or, or how does that work? It's amazing. So by eating a good balanced breakfast, lunch and dinner, which is has a proper protein content, And some vegetables, believe it or not, vegetables for breakfast are amazing. Kickstarts your whole day. So it's called eating with uh, these foods which have a biomolecular weight. And so once you eat all these different proteins in a day, it's actually servicing all the amino acids that your body needs for your neurotransmitters, for your brain function, for all of your sex hormones and um, to help with the whole adrenal system owning a business, why did you choose to actually go into naturopath instead of being employed? Well I guess I really fell into it and I had been a flight attendant and cabin manager with ANSAT Australia for over 10 years and over that time I personally had various low-grade health complaints and I used to seek out natural therapies for those. It was a time in my life that I was seeking a career change and I felt that studying natural medicine was really what I was most interested in. I didn't really know anything about business and in hindsight, while I do love what I do to pieces, it hasn't been an easy path to take. But I hear that's called character building.
0: You've said not working nine to five hours into that as well. Character building, how does that go around with not working the nine to five hours? How does owning your business, doing what you do, separate
1: you from everybody else? I love that it brings me my lifestyle. So um, with all the travel that I did and working shift work and then studying, and then of course, children have come along. I've just naturally um, felt my way to have a business and the hours that I like to work. And I think long-term, if you're gonna be staying in something that you love, it needs to be around your lifestyle as well. And you found that this works nicely in with your family as well? Absolutely perfect. I love it. We
0: are speaking with Beth Klenner about how nutrition affects the business owner. Beth,
1: what are some tips that you have about running a business? Well, I think um, that it takes time to build an audience base and therefore attract loyal clients for the long term. Understanding and knowing your market or your avatar very well and communicating in language that they understand. And lastly, be true and just be you. You've said avatar how do you know what your avatar is interesting question well first of all it's about the clients that you love to see what have they got in common where do they hang out what are their complaints what's going on for them what's your expertise does that marry those people and then you will naturally find that those people will find you and seek you out. And then they sort of become your ideal clients. So with your ideal clients, should you expect anything when you
0: start or run a business with the commitment? Is this short term or long term? Well,
1: it's more of a long term. So if, you f- if you're starting out in practice, normally you see many different people. And then over time, you find that there's a niche or there's a topic or there's a subject or a disease type that you really enjoy and these clients you love to help them and so over time it's something that you develop. So has being a naturopath always been on your cards to do
0: or what has been the biggest inspiration for your journey?
1: Oh absolutely it's um, been, a, been a part of me for a long long time probably from my early 20s um, and then once again it was through um, my personal experience. You've mentioned to me that you actually spoke with Tony Robbins and you did you walked on calls. Why would you do that? Um, <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, I was away on a weekend um, seeing Tony Robbins in Sydney and <laughs> one of the things was the fire walk in the evening and I remember I was a bit of a scaredy cat. And walking up there and while my husband just he walked through the same, the first time, I was so nervous and I skipped and I joined the line at the back. And then I remember saying to myself, if I don't do this, I just won't be able to do anything. So I went on and I did it and I got a tiny little burn. And they say, for those who need to believe they did it, you may get this little burn.
0: So with that walking on, it, is this more of a safety thing of believing
1: in yourself that you can actually run a business? I guess it's just mind over matter more than anything. Actually have the courage and this, the faith in yourself that you can actually do this. Yeah, so the, I
0: must put it in there that this was done under professional guidance, not just oh. for the sake of it, just
1: running across coals, don't recommend it. Not at all. And the whole day, the whole psyche, you know, you are actually built up during the whole, the whole sessions of the day.
0: So what is your why? Why have you gone into business? I know you're very compassionate and you do have a purpose of actually making change. But why yourself personally?
1: Well, I like to believe that we're actually all here for a reason. And I have a deep underlying drive to bring the motivation and support to women who are just in need to be heard, to be honoured and given a helping hand to gain their health back. After putting themselves last so that their children, their husbands, their partners, work colleagues, bosses and everyone around them have benefited from their selfless giving. So these women, they're our mums, our neighbours, our sisters, our in-laws. They are everywhere and they might be you and they're worn out and pushing themselves to their limit. So you're basically out there for all the amazing queens out there to do
0: more for themselves and actually embrace who they are. Absolutely, 100%. What's the one thing that you wish you had known when you started your career?
1: Well, maybe that it was going to be a lot harder than I had initially thought. (laughs) Diving into (laughs) the unknown. The key lessons that you've learnt from your journey
0: on your business, obviously they're stepping stones as they go. What are
1: some of the key lessons that you've got? Well, for me, I like to learn it first and then outsource. At least so you know exactly what you want and how you want it to be uh, portrayed and reflecting your business. Um, personally, at the end of the day, this is your business and you are totally responsible for how it operates and its success. I am a fan of outsourcing, but only if you can trust and rely on that assistance to the right thing for you and your business Because at the end of the day, as I've just said, you are ultimately responsible.
0: Now, outsourcing is something that not many business owners are actually ready to do. How did you find the process of outsourcing different
1: tasks for your profession? It certainly is a curly one. And I know for a lot of other practitioners as well, it is hard to let go. I guess what happens is that you get overwhelmed and overburdened. And it's about working out what your expertise is where you're best spending your time and then the little things that can really just go
0: okay so basically it's letting go of hoping that your baby's going to keep walking along and flying as you better do
1: really but it's it's embracing the change absolutely and as long as you've got the people on board and these days with the vas it's it's so much more accessible to people now to have online help With the online help and obviously outsourcing,
0: this was obviously a bit of a win for you in your business?
1: Absolutely, it gives me a lot more time then to focus on my clients and helping them. So what other resources have you used along the way to build your business? Well, investing in study and new knowledge uh, consistently, and I do a fair bit of that. Uh, Investing in mentors and business coaches, and I've spent literally thousands of dollars doing that. And also learning about social media, SEO and the like, which is dynamic and it's always changing it and really it needs constant attention. Mentors and business
0: coaches. This is an interesting one for us. Many people go, I don't need a mentor. I don't need a business coach. Where There's other businesses or, or individuals that actually say you have to get someone to help guide you. What are your thoughts on other businesses who want to actually go in to find a business coach or a mentor?
1: Look, these days, I think it's essential, especially if you're a sole trader or small business, you really need a sounding board. And people do know more than you. So it's one of those things where you don't know what you don't know until you find it out. That is true. Now, with the business mentors, did you find it
0: difficult to actually find someone or did you go out and do a whole lot of research or
1: someone you knew? Well, fortunately, in my industry, um, it's quite easy. We've got such an amazing online network. um, And so those people are quite freely available within our industry. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine it would be like with any other industry. If you look and just ask the questions of fellow colleagues, um, I'm sure doors will open.
0: And what makes your difference a, a big difference apart from other naturopaths? What is your point of difference?
1: Well, the traditional method of seeing a naturopath is consult to consult as needed. Now, when you work with me, it's either a 12-week or a six-month method. It's like having your personal naturopath for that whole period of time. You do still have personal consultations, but there's also weekly accountability and online content that you can browse through at your leisure. And it supports your whole food nutritional plan and helps you gain deeper insights into your health. The beauty of this, too, is that depending on your chosen method, you can look into other functional testing to take a deeper dive into your health. And my review of all those tests are all inclusive. Bespoke supplements are used for the individual and are also an optional extra, as I like to get the nutrition to do most of the work before we go down that path.
0: So you've got an idea for your business. You decided to go to do naturopath and help the community. What's happened? How did you take that
1: idea and become a fully functioning business? Well, when I began as a naturopath a long time ago, there wasn't any social media, no Facebook groups, no mentorships or intern programs. Literally, you just graduated and then you just started to practice, like it was sink or swim. I think I sank a few times over the years, Mm -hmm. but I've always managed to come up for air. Being a practicing naturopath, there are a few different ways to practice for us. So being employed by a health food store or chemist, renting a space or having a consulting agreement, you may buy or lease a practice or some rooms and then of course it's quite acceptable for an naturopath to have a residential clinic as I do and working online gives us far greater reach for our clients. So basically there's a lot of
0: believing in yourself to actually be able to say yes I can do this and then start going into the actual overheads of growing.
1: Absolutely.
0: Working with those around you because to go into that next step of, when I say overheads I'm talking buildings etc, what motivated you and how did you get inspiration from those around you and what did you use to motivate your teams?
1: Well I do work independently but I surround myself with a close knit of awesome inspirational ladies who I can count on to share our challenges and wins. We also have weekly touch-based calls and social media group so we can connect regularly you do need your team of supporters who have your back and will tell you the truth, not just what you want to hear. Basically, it's your tribe and it's your vibe. Absolutely. Wonderful.
0: Yeah. So has branching out been a good decision for you? What would you say is the best decision
1: for your business? Look, building and operating out of my residential clinic, without a doubt. What would you have changed as you've gone? What have you changed Well, hindsight's always a wonderful thing. (laughs) I do wish I was doing this 25 years ago, but the resources and tools just simply didn't exist then. So everything has its time and its place.
0: What fears, because obviously going into business, everyone has fears. What
1: fears have you had to overcome? I think social media being seen and heard. So thank you very much today, Bronwyn, (laughs) for this opportunity. Um, And it's a challenge out of my comfort zone. So how easy is this to crawl back into
0: your comfort zone? Is it easy for you to go, "Nah, I'm going in or I'm just going to keep going? Every day is a new challenge and yes, it's easy to go back, but going forward is the only way. We're talking about nutrition and how it affects the business owner. So Beth, I want to go into negativity. How do you deal with
1: negative situations or comments when speaking to, to clients? Well, Bronwyn, this is just always going to happen. Have a moment, talk it over with a business bestie, sleep on it, and it's usually not as bad as you first thought. Learn from it and move on. And I take this as a sign of growth, and people are pushing back their beliefs onto you. So if you're not having these, then I don't think that you're growing and expanding. So with growth, so
0: obviously there's a lot of personal growth in there. How does somebody not take a negative comment as a personal almost a personal dig at
1: your character. Well, look, you are a public figure. You are dealing with um, all sorts of people. And so really it's just taking stock of the actual comment. Is it really a viable comment? Is it a personal attack? Or are they actually feeling insecure themselves and so then they're lashing out to you? So basically their fears are being pushed onto you and it's... Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So having goals, are these important and it, doesn't, it does it influence how
1: driven or ambitious you are? Yeah, I believe so. It gives you something to work towards. And what do they say? A goal without a deadline. Well, that's just a dream. How do you reflect
0: or remember your goals? Do you have them up in front of you as a vision board or do you write them down?
1: Look, I write them down all the time. I keep daily um, task lists, tick things off. Yeah, and I do have a vision board.
0: Marketing and getting in front of your audience.
1: How is difficult or easy is this and how do you actually get in front of your audience? Well that's been something certainly that's been holding back for a long time the last few years but only recently have I become brave enough and to create a group that is open to be joined by the public that's my metabolic hormone harmony hub where now I do weekly lives and this has been huge for me in building my confidence and finding out that I actually do have a voice and I have quality information that I can share. So with women coming into
0: this group, do you actually find that they are thirsty for more information from you and about what you do?
1: Absolutely, but to start with, of course, like anything new, they're all a little bit shy to begin with. Mm
0: -hmm. How do you motivate the woman in the group to actually interact with you? This This is a skill that many business owners don't actually understand.
1: Well, it's about asking questions, um, asking them how they are going in for their week. You might be setting an example and then asking for comments. So basically with marketing,
0: giving a tip for people who want to market, what is something that you would advise? Just get out there, get out there live and just do it. So standing on a soapbox, shouting out to the crowds is one way to do it. Absolutely. What is the message or
1: legacy that you want to leave behind from your business? Well, I strongly believe that ultimately the body just wants to heal. And you need to give it good nutrition, get moving, remove environmental factors, toxic chemicals, toxic beauty products, toxic relationships. All of these things mess with your single set of genes that you were born with. Now, with all of this, because
0: obviously modern day is very fast easy to grab, easy to do, is this achievable for anybody to be able to go on the health, I'm not going to say binge because it is a lifestyle change, but is this achievable for people to actually
1: live more of a healthy lifestyle? Definitely, awareness is 100%. So we are living in a toxic world, there's no doubt about that, but you can do some really simple things every day to make sure that your exposure is lessened. What are some simple things? Well, for a start, sleeping with maybe a, a window open to let some fresh air in. Choosing your environment from where you are living. Are you in the dense city? Are you getting smog or out? are you out near the ocean when you get the ocean breezes? Choosing what products to put on your skin because your skin is living and breathable. So it's just like you're eating up. I mean, would you eat some of your makeup? Probably not, (laughs) but you're lathering it all over your body. So, chemicals that way, buying um, free range or at least pesticide free fruits and vegetables. So, it's about stopping the ingestion in Mm -hmm. and topical putting on your skin as well. Does mindset have an
0: impact as well? Is this something that does affect your health?
1: Yes, I think so. I don't think you're going to get far without a healthy mindset. But more of that is a sense of purpose or a vision or a goal in mind. And you become what you think and create. So basically, it's a bit henny-penny. You reap what you sow. With
0: working with clients, because they're coming in, now, this is something that most businesses, when they start, they're just grabbing the work. They, they want to take every bit of opportunity that, that comes to them so that they can earn money. How do you turn away clients? How do you
1: filter through clients that suit
0: or don't suit your business model? Well, I think to
1: start off, you really need to have a good marketing message. So whoever that client is, you need to speak to them in their language. Uh, For me, I also offer a complimentary wellness weigh-in call, and this is quite in-depth. And this is to make sure that the client is completely comfortable going forward with one of my three methods and that we're actually going to be a good fit. Now, it's usually really clear quite quite quickly if it's not going to work out for either of us or it's going to work out and um, be successful. So is this more of a leap of faith or how does that work? Um, I often make decisions based on my gut instinct and they're usually right. Um, Of course sometimes if there's a large financial cost um, I'm sure I'm covered and making a healthy financial choice. And that you're based on checks and balances
0: and it's more of a weighed risk. Yes. So with your business you're going to have wins with moments of gratitude and achievement. How do
1: you reflect on those? Well, I'm probably a bit guilty of downplaying my achievements. Um, and while I do have gratitude, I don't think I do this enough on a regular basis, but I was doing it for quite a little while with my children at night. Yep. And it was a really lovely thing to do. So what is holding you back from actually celebrating the little wins in your business? Oh, now you're gonna make me um, embarrassed here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it's more about um, being a, a quiet achiever rather than um, a show-off. Being a show-off. Okay, so I have to ask because I'm, I'm very
0: pro small wins. I'm, I go small wins all day, every day. It's the big wins that I generally tend to go, ah. But how does having a small
1: win, celebrating that, will that affect your business and how does it? Oh, well... No one sees me having a little happy dance, so I certainly do it. (laughs) We all love
0: the happy dance, or also I call it the booty dance. So with learning, because obviously it's a field that you have to stay up to date with, how do you
1: keep that information current? Well, it's a part of um, being a part of an association to actually have our continuing um, practising points Um, but I love learning, and I never stop, and it's just my jam, so I'm totally in my element. You're all very nutrition-based, and obviously what you're eating,
0: but what about the physical fitness aspect of the body? How does being actively out there doing fitness, how does that affect your business?
1: Well, you need fitness, and it's not only just for the physical body, for but for the mental capacity as well. And it's a great way to deal with stress. So in your daily, making decisions, meeting deadlines, agonising those of social media, and then you might have to go collect the kids, do after-school activities, dinner, reading, bed. <gasps> the body just needs a way to uh, release all that raised cortisol um, that's been produced during, during the day. Now, too much cortisol, though, in the long term can drive inflammation and that causes premature ageing and creates all sorts of problems in the long term.
0: So basically for the small business owner or for a business owner in general, fitness and nutrition is quite relevant. Absolutely paramount. Brain fog. I have to ask about brain fog. How does nutrition and fitness
1: clear that? Well, it keeps you functioning properly. Mm -hmm. So often when we've got thoughts going around and around in our head, it's really good to even just go off for a walk along the beach or around a big nice green oval and let all those thoughts just filter through your head.
0: Now with each profession, everybody goes, oh, I don't want to speak to you because you're going to judge the way I do something. Uh, How do you approach the topic of health, fitness and nutrition with somebody?
1: Well, for a start, I think when you see a practitioner, there should be no judgment. And that is one of the things that my clients come to me and I can see them sort of cringe and go, oh, she's going to hate what I have to say. But I'm just here to listen. Mm -hmm. And I think a part of being and finding a good practitioner is that you can be yourself and you can tell that person what you're experiencing because if I don't know, I can't help you. So, it's basically being
0: very vulnerable and being authentic at the same time. And that's why it's critical you
1: find the right person. So, how does somebody find you? For me, I'm, I'm online mm-hmm. and um, through my website, bethklenner.com, and also by joining my group, Metabolic um, Hormone Harmony, um, through Facebook.
0: Your message. Now, I'm here to challenge the way you think, the bigger picture. Obviously, there's a lot more women who actually want to hear about hormone management and how they can actually use nutrition to better their health. Have you thought of expanding your your message and getting out there a bit more? I certainly have,
1: and I would love to. What is
0: the mindset of a business owner? Um, when they approach you with going, I need to get more health into my life, I'm healthy, or I just want to add that extra little bit. How
1: does, what is they thinking? Well, I find mostly that the people I see, by the time they come and see me, they've just been really busy doing everything for everyone else before they acknowledge their need to do something for themselves. And at this stage, they're usually what I call frazzled and fatigued. We are talking
0: being frazzled with Beth Klenner, a naturopath in Perth. Frazzled. What are the symptoms when people come to you? They're all frazzled and stressed. What are the main systems? How? This, sorry, symptoms. <laughs> uh, how do they What do they
1: come to you with? Well, Bronwyn. One of the things, they're usually exhausted. They're they're exhausted all day, while my thyroid women are. For others, the fatigue comes in the afternoon, and this is where the extra coffees and the cake comes in. And that's usually after having no breakfast or very little lunch or being on the latest fad diet. Sleep is usually pretty poor, with going to bed, having a really busy mind and just not being able to wind down. Or the opposite, and they wake in the night and can't get back to sleep. Some even come home and crash on the couch and then get up and do stuff. And that's what's called having a second wind. And it's far from ideal. So this is basically a common woman, end of the day, super tired. Absolutely. And then they get on and do all the housework before they go to bed at midnight. So even though their day is full, they tend to try and fit in some badass exercise as well, but the weight just doesn't shift. So the good intentions are there, but they are on their way down and they're doing some damage to their long-term health. There's usually some gut symptoms like bloating. They might be going to the toilet too much or not much at all. And neither of these are normal. And stress shuts down the gut, by the way. So you don't digest your food very well. In fact, you may see some food fibres in your number two. So go and check that out next time you're there. <laughs> and they're also unable to shift weight or gaining weight are classic signs of stress. Huge hormone shifts. Such uh, is one is called estrogen dominance. Or, of course, getting close to menopause and going through that. And then the really big one is poor blood sugar management. So there's usually a lot of underlying inflammation or even perhaps a thyroid condition. Any one of these things that I've just mentioned creates what they call oxidative stress. So that's a whole lot of crazy partying that's going on inside of you, and it's doing your damage 24-7. And that needs to be calmed down and addressed very quickly to prevent the next stages of actual physical disease.
0: So I'm going to say lots of big words there. As far as oestrogen dominance
1: is concerned, what is that? What does that mean? Well, that's actually just a Um, an imbalance of your ladies' hormones predominantly, but men also have estrogen as well. So as we age, we actually lose our progesterone, which is another balancing hormone. And it's a balancing act between the two hormones, progesterone and estrogen. And over time, we lose our progesterone. And so estrogen can naturally then become more. But the thing about estrogen is our environmental factors will influence that as well. So we have all these toxins that I spoke about before. What happens is that they get actually into the body and they will connect to your estrogen receptors and they will tip the scales. So then you start having these symptoms of obesity, insulin resistance and other things that happen with that.
0: So obviously, I mean, a lot of business owners are adults. They've gone past their 20s. They are moving on in
1: life. So this is definitely something to think about. Absolutely, because once a huge change comes into your life and it might be taking on a business, it might be your business is expanding, then you're impacted by a lot more stress. And then inside of you, all oh, these hormones, all of a start s- sudden, might just start going a little bit more crazy and you might be going through menopause at the same time. Hmm. So going with
0: all of that, because my eyes are going, ah. Uh, um, <laughs> Working or not working, is this a common issue with all women? Now, um, because menopause was mentioned, is this uh, important for a certain group of women or is this for the population in general?
1: Mm, It's the population in general. All right, so who will benefit with working with you? Well, anyone who wants wellness. And while I mainly help women, I usually end up working with their significant other half later on. My three methods cater for people who just want to eat with more precision, so that's what's suited to them. Others are after a body reset and to lose some wiggle and jiggle, I like to call it. And finally, I just love my ladies with thyroid and Hashimoto's who give all their all and need so much support to find their driving factors and also just want to feel comfortable in the skin they live in. So with people that you work with, do you have anybody that turns around and says, I know what I'm doing, I don't need to be told? Yes, I do. But it depends if I can see holes in their theory or not. So I like a bit of a banter. So I'll test the water to see if they really know what they're on about. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if it's all too hard, it's really not worth it. I'm not here to convince anyone to do anything. It's either right for them or it's not. So this comes down to your filtering conversation when you're speaking with
0: clients to find out if they're actually going to work with you.
1: Absolutely. And they want to be there. They need to want to be there 100%. So it's a full commitment With working with people, why should they follow your advice? Well, everyone's got a choice, of course. But if you want to be the same as you are now, then just continue as you're doing. But if you want to make change, like losing a few kilos, then changing your eating regime is going to be helpful to do that. So wouldn't you prefer to eat for the long term from a nutrient-dense nutrition plan based on your body's metrics, and that's blood tests, weight, height and measurements, or eat a diet that's been churned out on mass and is the same for everyone.
0: Now there are going to be people who want to run a health and fitness business.
1: What advice or information would you give to them? Well, for a start, I think you need to have a strong interest in your field. Obviously, a background in that area of education, and be really confident about your offering, and then choosing your business setup. So, are you going to be a sole trader, a contractor, an employee, or maybe have a franchise? and find a mentor or someone who will offer you an internship. And if you really want it, you'll make it happen. So a key point of advice for them, what would something that you would say to them? Just keep going, we need all of you. We need um, all of your personalities, your qualities, your motivation and enthusiasm being fit and healthy is just no longer appearing to be the norm and we're heading into a booming sickness industry. Now I have to think about it and go back. I I actually turned on the TV
0: for the first time this past week. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV so it was interesting to see the commercial adverts and the messages that are conveyed on TV and a lot of them come across as there is something wrong with your mind, you're deaf, you need to lose weight. Would you saying because of naturopaths and people entering the field of health their influence will be a positive influence over these messages that are
1: sent through to the masses on a daily basis? Absolutely and sometimes I feel like we're a minority and we really struggle against um, what has been publicly on the TVs and the radios all the time and just our exposures to foods in supermarkets we actually think half of those foods are normal and they're not.
0: All right, I've got so many more questions to ask, but thank you, Beth, for taking the time to join me in our studio and having a chat and sharing enlightenment on health and how this impacts our daily
1: living. Thank you, Bronwyn. It's been fantastic to be here.
0: If you would like to know more from Beth Klenner, join Beth online on Wednesdays in her Facebook group dedicated to you, Amazing Queens. You will find the details on our Facebook page at DRN1Live. Give us a thumbs up, like us, and you can download our app from drn1.com.au. I would love your feedback and, do- and follow us to learn some more information about the great programs we have to offer. I'm looking forward to bringing you a lineup of guests that will challenge the way you think and run your business. Stay dedicated because great things take time. My name is Bronwyn Lunderstead and please join us every Sunday at 2 p.m. live here at DRN1 where business shakers will shake the biggest of business that no one tells you about and give you useful tips and tricks of how to start, run and grow your business. Thank you for joining us.